This is Takeaway Only, a podcast about the hospitality industry in crisis. I'm Howie Kahn, and these are the stories of the people who take care of you. Today's guests are Mark Iacono and Frank Pinello. Frank runs the excellent Best Pizza in Williamsburg. Mark cooks some of the most sought-after pies in the world at Lucali. Pizza has played a very specific role in pandemic life here in New York City. From joy and fear to life and death, to a unique new way of disinfecting cash, Frank and Mark share their COVID-19 stories and look ahead to a summer where they're committed to staying careful. We're back next week, rerunning some of our favorite episodes. Please hit subscribe so you don't miss them. Stay tuned now for Frank and Mark. My guests today on Takeaway Only, two of New York City's pizza legends, Frank Pinello from Best Pizza, Mark Iacono from Lucali. Hello. Hi, guys. What's up? What's going on? What's going on? What's up, Howie? That's that's Frank. Frank, let's start. Let's start with you. Best Pizza. Um, take me back to March. How do you operate a pizza business in in the middle of a pandemic? Yeah. So um, yeah, it's been a it's been a wild ride. So March uh, on March 11th, we had um, we had a meeting at Best Pizza with our staff. That's when that was the day when I realized like shit is getting real serious, and we got to get the crew together. And we have to talk about this thing and we have to talk about how to move forward, how to operate. Um, if we want, if everyone wanted to operate and, um, and, and what, how we were going to move. So on March 11th, we had a staff meeting and I basically told everyone, I said, look, this is a scary time. We don't know what, what the future holds. Um, do you guys want to stay open? Do you guys want to work or do you guys want to go home and, and, and play it safe? And, um, you know, I'm, I'm a players coach, you know, I, I think my first, my very first feeling was like, I got to do what I got to do for my crew, because I know not everybody is going to have the luxury of being able to stay home, um, and collect unemployment and, you know, be with their family. Like a lot of my guys are going to have to like come out and work one way or another to make some money to provide and purchase food, whatnot. So, um, the the majority of my crew was like let's let's work you know let's do let's work through this and uh there were there were definitely a couple guys that um were a couple people that wanted that were scared that didn't feel safe on the trains they didn't feel safe commuting and they wanted to stay home i said look whoever wants to stay home stay home you know i'm gonna pay you guys while you're home i'm gonna do the best i can to keep money in your pockets and when you feel comfortable to come back we'll take you back and otherwise, we'll operate uh, the best that we op- the best that we can. Mark, what about you? Lucali is a different a different kind of animal than than Best Pizza. I mean, I know some other people work with you there, but my you know, in my imagination, it's it's you standing in a dark room near an oven making pizza by yourself for hours. Uh, well, no, I have some help now. <laughs> but um, when when they first announced the you know the essentials, I was like you know. I'm staying open, um, and, and to be honest with you, I really didn't take it seriously. Not that I didn't take it seriously; it just didn't hit me. And 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 we opened up, and I told my staff, "Listen, I'm opening up." And I was seeing what was going on in the um, with the supermarkets, and you know, I said, "You know what? People got to eat. We need to feed the community." I'm staying open, and they were like, "And and 
they were right behind me. They're like, okay, great, let's do it. You know, um, we came up with, with a little bit of a system. Uh, you know, I went out, I bought pet plexiglass, you know, um, just to, you know, help keep them safe. And God, it had to be about 10 days in. And I was like, I, you know, it started hitting, like people that I knew started getting sick. You know, I, people that I knew, like their family members, a few passed away. I was like, this is really serious. And, uh, and, and I actually had closed down for 14 days. You know, I said, you know what? If we're going to do this, you know, we got to make sure we all stay safe. We all quarantined for the 14 days. We came up with a system to keep the staff uh, safe. And not only the staff, our customers safe. Um, you know, we're, we're a cash-only business. And, uh, you know, I tried getting a credit card machine, but in the pandemic, it was like, it was difficult. So I says, what, and what we just started doing, we, stat, we literally, we sanitized the money every night. And uh, How do actually, you sanitize money? We, we, we don't touch it. Like when we take payment, we take it in a little, you know, bucket, and then we dump it into a five-gallon pail. And at the end of the night, believe it or not, we pour boiling water over it and let it sit for 10 minutes. Take it out, let it dry, and, and count it up. And, and like we're handing back customers disinfected cash. Holy shit. That was my biggest fear. Like, you know, my, my you know, people getting sick. I mean, every, everyone's doing what they're supposed to be doing, you know, but we just figured we'd take it a step further, you know. Because I don't think I would have been able to live with one of my staff members getting sick from this. How many people work for you? Uh, right now I'm at about six. And what was your what was your daily business like? I mean, you have a sit down, you know, sit down restaurant, no slices. It's it's a highly crafted product. Um, you know, right now, you know, it it went to strictly takeout. You know, we're not allowed to sit. Um, and a lot of people, uh, it made it more accessible for them. You know, so you you know our, our customers, uh, and, and you know, we we have a lot of. Uh, First, a lot of a lot of first time customers because of it because you can just call up now and order a pie you don't have to wait on a line that's a block long right i actually think like one of the barometers of when restaurants will feel like they're back is kind of what's the line like at lucali like when can you stop getting pizzas in a democratic way um to be honest with you i think when they give us the okay to open i'm still not going to open um again and not because you know i want to open and I, and I want it to be the norm again. I miss my customers and, you know, I, I'm not really crazy about speaking people to, uh, to people through glass. Um, but I, again, it's, you know, it, it all depends on the numbers, you know, that they, you know, that they start talking about because, you know, my, my, for myself and my staff, I, I, I don't feel safe, you know, and I'm going to stick it out for as long as I could. Did you ever get a credit card machine or are you still boiling cash? No, we're still boiling the cash. How many times a day do you have to boil the cash? Just once a day. Once a day. Yeah. You know, we do it at the end of the night. <laughs> I know For, it, it sounds crazy, you know. How did you come up with that system? Like, why boiling water instead of just Purelling it? I guess you can't get Purell. It's a resource. Well, one was you can't get Purell, you know, at, at the time. And it's just like, you know, what are you going to Purell each individual bill that comes in, you know? Right. Right. We just pour boiling water over it. You know, I tried so many things. It's the easiest way. 
Mark is a master. He's a master of the systems, Mark. He's got everything <laughs> locked down. You got to see his basement, his kitchen. It's like the cleanest, most, you know, spotless place. Everything is in its proper place. None of the pans are banged up. So he's a master at that. How do you get the cash to dry? Do you pin it up? Is it closed? Like I see this kind no, of closed. No, you know, I just I just spread it out on, on on one of the counters and just let it dry. Come back the next day and it's dry. So if somebody passes Lucali at night, they can look in and see money lined up all over the tables. <laughs> no, no, I didn't say I did it here. <laughs> and it's not that much anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, tell me about your your. Uh, Everyone's making the laundering money jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was try- I was I was trying not to go there, but but yeah, I mean, you're thanks clean- for not going there. <laughs> Look, I'm pro I'm pro sanitation. Anything that's sanitary in this time, I think maybe everyone should boil the cash. No, I, I think believe it or not, I mean, you 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 walk around New York. Everybody's doing what they're supposed to do. You know, everyone's wearing their mask. You know, the, the, the social distancing is taking place. But people are still getting sick and dying. And, uh, you know, I, I just saw something in the supermarket that, you know, I, I went to the supermarket one day. And, you know, there was a guy in front of me. And everyone's wearing their gloves and their mask. And, you know, but, you know, he hands cash to, to the cashier. She throws it in the register. Um, next she hands me back that same cash, you know, and I was like, you know what? This is dangerous. I'm sorry. You know, and that's what made me come up with this whole, even, even I was afraid to use a credit card, like sticking your credit card in those machines. Like you don't know what the person had. You know what I'm saying? I do. I, I, I get it. New York city is scary, man. There's people behaving all kinds of ways. It's, it's a, it's a hard thing to wrap your head around for sure. Yeah, you know, you know, and especially like I have an underlying condition and I'm like, you know, I, I, I can't get this disease. Yeah. What's your condition? I'm just stuck with my lungs, you know? Yeah. Oof. Frank, you've been dropping pizzas at hospitals all over New York city. Tell me about how you first got involved doing that where you've been, how many pies have gone. Yeah, so that came about a little bit later on. Um, basically, after we spoke, after I spoke to my staff, you know, uh, we went down to a skeleton crew. Uh, you know, I got back to kind of like opening up and making pizzas again and um, doing stuff that I wasn't really doing on a day-to-day basis. I was kind of jumping around and working on other projects. So all those other projects kind of, you know, went to went to the side. We focused on best. And uh, I started like, you know, like Mark said, people close started getting sick. Um, when when Chef Floyd Cardoze got sick and passed away, it was like uh, that was really that was really like one of those times where it was like holy shit! Like, you know, um, you know, I opened up with guys that were all tabla ex tabla guys and my closest friends, and then um, a good friend lost her mother, and so I started getting really scared. And uh, we we also at Best Pizza started putting in some really strict some really strict stuff and kind of um making sure that you know one person handled the cash and there was sanitizer everywhere and you know boxes and boxes of gloves but but really what happened was um i woke up one day and our sales tax had come out and the bank account was in negative numbers right so i it was like the first time in 10 years that i saw my bank account like that. And I was panicking. I didn't know what to do. No one was talking about, um, you know, any relief from the government. 
So I was looking around. Um, my girlfriend works in the industry, and she's like, you know, there's a lot of GoFundMe's. And the last thing I wanted to do was a GoFundMe. But it was like, at that point, it was like, all right, uh, if I don't get a little bit of relief, then I'm going to have to close the doors. So reluctantly, I put up a GoFundMe, and I, I didn't it didn't sit right. Like it didn't feel right. You know? So that night I went home and we were getting, we were getting a lot of responses and people were giving us money, but I just didn't like the feeling of, of take getting money like that. So the next day I woke up and I was like, you know what? I'm putting up a different post. If we go out of business, I'm not going out with like food in my fridge. Um, anyone who wants to come to best pizza, if you're hungry, if you need food, no questions asked, you know, we'll give you, we'll give you a slice. We'll give you a pie. We'll give you whatever you need. Just come. Just all you have to do is ask, right? So the second that happened, um, it kind of started this circle of of charity and of giving, and and then that's that's kind of what changed everything. Um, it changed I, at that point. I was I was really, you know, personally, I I was feeling like depressed. I didn't know I didn't know what the hell was gonna happen. Um, I was scared, like Mark was saying about my family. I was scared about my workers especially um and you know we're out here we're talking to you know there's so many different people coming in so so once once we put that up that we were going to give away food you know we i started giving away like pizzas to neighborhood like the elderly in the neighborhood and kind of people around and i started getting random phone calls from people and um first it was like you know uh just like a kid on Facebook that was raising money and saw that, you know, we put up that post and he's like, Hey, I raised a bunch of money and I want to direct it to you. Cause I know, you know, you'll get the pizza out to people. So I was like, great, let's do it. I'll, I'll bring it myself. So we went and we brought a bunch of pizza to, um, to like a place that was making PPE, like PPE, like protective gear. They were a graphic artist place in, uh, in the, um, in the Navy yard. And then, I got a call from a random individual, this great guy, his name is Peter DeFalco. And he was, he was very emotional on the phone. And he said, you know, I watched it. I watched a pizza show. I, I feel like you're a good guy. Um, I just, you know, I lost someone from COVID. If you can just run my credit card for a hundred dollars and give pizza away. So I was like, I was very moved by that because this is someone that I don't know. Um, he gave, he called me up. He trusted me with his card. And, and then, and then it, it, then the circle just, just kept going. So, um, we, we took those pizzas and we brought those to, to a hospital Mount uh, I think that was in Mount Sinai. Um, one of, one of my coworkers that I used to work with that vice called me, he donated a bunch of pies to another hospital. So I decided like, now this is, a, this is our mission. Our mission is to, is to get food to people on the front lines get food to people that have been working a lot of hours, just get pizza to people that, you know, maybe it'll put a smile on their face for a few minutes in the middle of this, this, this whole mess, you know? Mark, tell me about the Lucali community kitchen. Really? Yeah. You really want to know? Yeah, man. <laughs> it didn't go over that well. I still want to um, hear. I, you know, I, I guess, you know, um, two people showed up. And, you know, I, I guess, you know, our area, um, people, you know, they're not as hurting as bad as others are. And, you know, so, you know, it, it didn't last long. You know, I made all this food and no one came. 
What'd you make? I made a few pasta dishes, some soups, you know, just stuff like that. And, uh, and, and, and yeah, it didn't, uh, no one showed up. Someone showed up in the very beginning and then uh, we closed that down at eight o'clock and I happened to be sitting in here doing paperwork and someone showed up at 11 o'clock and I, you know, I gave them something and that was it. That was it. It really didn't, uh, you know, so yeah, it didn't work. Like I said, I, I should have did it in a different neighborhood maybe. Yeah. I think there still might be time. Yep. Yeah. But like, you know, we, we were doing like, you know, um, even with the uh, with the hospitals, it's like I bought pizza and they're like, "Oh God, more pizza!" <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> I was like, "I can't do anything right with, with this," I, you know. But mostly, what we did, we had a lot of, of like, you know, uh, all the, the you know the PPE work is um, showing up, and we were just giving them free food, like you know, a lot of EMS doctors, nurses, the fire department. They would just show up and. You know, and then word kind of like spread a little. We were just giving it to them for free, and that wasn't an organized thing. That's just like first. No, time. yeah, like I said, uh, I, I, you know, I was I was making pizzas, and you know, I saw a girl out there in scrubs, and you know, they went to go. I says, is, is, is that a nurse out there? And they're like, yeah. I was like, give it up, you know, give it to them for free, and then you know, and and you know, that's you know, basically that's what we, you know, I tried doing, you know, and I didn't announce myself. I would, I was just showing up at hospitals with pizzas you know not letting them know i was coming not realizing it and, and like and i saw a bunch of empty pizza boxes already and you know if only they knew who we, you we, were. We, were getting, we were getting a lot of calls that people um want you know wanted to donate money and we were just like you know steering you know steering them in the direction of other places that needed the business you know, that were hurting, you know, we've been pretty fortunate throughout this whole thing. And, you know, just helping out other places that needed it. Tell me how you think pizza has functioned in, in New York during this time. I think it's kind of been a heroic food in a lot of ways. It's, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's a comfort thing. Uh, um, it, it's, it's a food that travels well, maybe, you know, it's, it, you know, you can, you get a lot of bang for your buck. You can feed a lot of people with it. You know, as opposed to like, you know, I went for, I got three sandwiches the other day. I'm not going to say the name of the place, but it, you know, it cost me $70 for me and my daughter to eat, you know, a place that was doing takeout. We wanted to show support. And, uh, and, and I guess in times like this, when people aren't working, you know, you, you can feed like four people with a pizza. What do you think, Frank? I mean, I think pizza in in New York it's it's one of the things that every New Yorker or the vast majority of New Yorkers really have in in common. It's it's one of the only things I can think of that everybody participates in and and enjoys. You know, everyone goes yeah, on the subway, yeah. but that's not enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did, first off, it's you know just naturally pizza isn't really a potentially hazardous food. You know, so. Um, you know, what you have acidic tomatoes, you have the cheese that covers the top of it. Um, the health department allows pizza to kind of sit out in a display case, a sit out, uh, for, you know, four hours, I think is the maximum. So generally, you know, pizza isn't potentially hazardous. And on top of that, if you go to a place like Mark's place or my place, you see a pipe and hot pizza coming right out of the oven. And I think most people think to themselves like, wow, that, that pizza is already kind of, it's not going to get me sick because it just came out of uh, an environment that was so hot 
um, th that no bacteria virus could really live in it. And if it's handled properly and people are working uh, well, then, you know, it's safe. So that that's the first thing. Um, that was something I didn't thing, think of. Me neither. Yeah, yeah. The safety yeah, aspect of it. Yeah, and, and then, like, if you think about takeout food, you know, at the time, you know, it, it's like sushi, Chinese food, or, or pizza. You know, that's like what most New Yorkers order. You know, if I'm if I'm at home, I, I order from the Chinese place, or I order from the sushi place, or pizza. I'm either, I'm, I usually only eat my pizza, or I go to Mark's place. But, um, uh, but you know, I think people, not only is it a comfort food, um, it's not potentially hazardous, but also, like, you know, a pizzeria is is a place where people gather uh, for comfort. So like when you think back to, you know, 9-11, when you think back to Sandy, when you think back to like times of distress in the city, you know, restaurants became a gathering place, I think, for people to kind of, you know, blow off steam, be around each other, and also, and also kind of come together in a way. So for me, I think about a lot, like I, I think a lot about like, you know, the snow days in New York or the days where most places close down. And I always tell my guys and my staff, it's like how important it is for us to be open. You know, it's important for us to be like a consistent. It's important for us to be a place where people could go and get a slice, you know, um, even if it's like a little bit awkward, the way that they're getting it, they have to reach across a table at my place or through plexiglass at Mark's. At least they know they could still come and, and get that slice of pizza. You know, it's 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 comforting. Yeah, and, and it's a grateful. You know, forgetting the fact, it, it's just a great food as well. Yeah, it's delicious and it's cheap. People love pizza. It's true. What do you guys expect for the summer ahead? Man, for me, I I kind of stopped making the predictions. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I think like you know, I I think it's one day at a time for me and. Uh, you know, I hope I hope things like open up a little bit, but at the same time, it's uh, you know we want to keep everyone safe. So I think we're going to continue to operate like we are. Uh, what do you think, Mark? Um, I I don't know. I I mean, I really don't know what's going to happen with this thing. I, you know, everyone's saying we're going to get hit again in the winter time. I, I don't know. I wish I had an answer. I I think people's fears. A lot of people that have subsided, but and and you know you you see it like. Um, you see it on the weekends. People are out doing things. The streets are crowded. They're just not going into stores, you know, and it may be the new norm throughout the summer. And I don't think people will have a problem with it. You know, as long as they can still get it, they don't care where they eat it. <laughs> That's true. Pizza is desirable in, in, in all circumstances. Yeah. I mean, it's sure. like, uh, you know, uh, in, in my neighborhood, they, they shut down a lot of the blocks you know, so, so people can't drive and, you know, it's out, like, you know, so on my way to the shop, if I have the guys cooking, you know, I see people sitting in the streets, like having like these little picnics, <laughs> you know, all over the place, sitting on stoops, eating, you know, um, I'm following the Instagram stories and, and they're going to parks, they're sitting in parks and, you know, picnicking, <laughs> you know, I think that's going to be a big thing this summer, picnicking. Mark, were you pizzas deliverable before this did you do that oh uh, yeah we, we, we well we never delivered we always right. did take it right um, but yeah i mean people tell me it carries well you know and it reheats good so i mean i'm not a fan it you know what the whole takeout thing kind of like didn't like frank will tell you like you know we're pizza guys and we're saying we we take a lot of pride in what we do 
And, you know, a lot of people that are eating here for the first time are eating takeout. And I'm like, oh, God. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> They're happy to have it. That's not how you want them to be introduced to your, your product. No, no, no. no. Are you doing more it's, business now that it's only takeaway pies? Are you able to actually make more and send it out than you um, would? We are doing a little bit more, but we, with, with that said, we also added, uh, you know, another an additional twenty five hours to our work week. You know, uh, we, op- we, you know, we, we added. I think it was um, three hours to the work day, and we now open up on Tuesdays. So you know, we're working seven days a week now. You know, it was an yeah, it was an additional twenty five hours. Right, that's a lot. Yeah, I got guys coming to my pizzeria that are like, "Yo, I was able to get Lucali's for the first time." You know, <laughs> I, I I finally got a, I finally got to eat Mark's pizza, and I'm like sitting here laughing to myself because it's like, you know, um, I think in a way it's it's kind of cool because, um, you know, I had a I had a kid from Long Island drive out, and he bought he bought like I don't know how many pies, thirty or forty pies for his neighborhood. He's like, yeah, I was at Lucali's, you know, two weeks ago, and I and I brought a bunch of pies to bring back home. So I think, you know, a lot of a lot of the people that, um, you know, in the past maybe weren't able to like get into your place or 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 eat there because it's it's packed and you know you're busy all the time. We're able to eat, you know, Lucali's for the first time during this period, and that's like, you know, that's a nice treat. How did you make thirty pies? So just one, <laughs> I, I can't make that many pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> hey man stack them on top we stack them on top of the oven well you had to order boxes and stuff right or did you always have boxes there no you know, no no that that's my biggest the biggest expense right now pizza boxes and and believe it or not they're hard to get impossible i, I you know there was one week where we were having you know when this uh first started um because all the pizzerias you know a lot of them are, they're doing a lot of takeout and there was, mm-hmm. you know, it didn't last too long, but there was a shortage of boxes out there. Oh, yeah. We're going through it as well. Um, yeah, but pizza boxes are expensive and you got to, you know, if you're only doing takeout, it's kind of, it's kind of, you know, biting into margins as well with, uh, with the pizza boxes. Um, you know, we didn't change our prices, so you kind of just, kind of just go with it. But, but, you know, with, with as far as, you know, where I'm, spending more on what i'm saving you know and, and others you know so I, my margins really weren't hit that much mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. guys our show's called takeaway only mark what's your big takeaway from running Lou cali during this pandemic what did i get from it what did you learn um, uh the way um and not just you know not just pizzerias the end, you know, the food industry as a whole, the way we all came together, together, um, really, get, it gave me a really, really good feeling, and it was a, you know, my mental health, you know, dealing with everything that's been going on, you know, it, it helped a lot. You know, everybody came together. You know, uh, you know, people were calling, and I was like, you know, and I. A lot of people, like, you know, they shut down. Um, and like, no, open your doors. People need to eat. You will do business. You know, um, a lot of restaurants, I mean, we don't have, uh, you know, we don't serve alcohol here. Um, but, you know, a lot of places, that was going to be the, that, uh, did I lose you guys? You back? Um, you know, 
that was, a, you know, a big concern of a lot of restaurateurs, like they were going to lose their liquor sales. But even their liquor sales kind of still stayed the same. You know, they, they turned their places into, you know, little wine shops or liquor stores and selling food on top of it. And, uh, you know, a lot of them called me up and thanked me for it. You know, they didn't realize that. And, you know, people need to eat. You know, but, but there are a lot of restaurants that couldn't open up. You know, they just have these menus. And, well, there was one guy, you know, he had this menu that, you know, it's just not takeout food. And I told him, just revamp your menu, you know. Put some pasta dishes on there. You have amazing chefs working for you. And they opened up, and sure enough, you know, everything's, you know, I, you know and I'm just thankful. And, uh, and, and the love, like my staff, like the way they got behind me, you know, made me appreciate them that much more, you know. Yeah. Well, you provided comfort to your neighborhood. I mean, you're a real cornerstone, so I'm sure people appreciate it. Frank, what about you? Your your big takeaway? Yeah. Well, there was there was a lot for me. Um, at one point, I started feeling like I almost started feeling uh, selfish and bad about how good it was making me feel to to kind of um to like giving by giving back. And what I mean by that is like. You know, I, I also like what Mark was saying about like mental health. For me, it, it's it's hard like being in isolation and being home. So making the decision to stay open for my crew was one thing, but it was also for me because I knew I needed to be out and I needed to like I needed to contribute somehow. And then um and then as we started giving, I started realizing like the power of that. I started realizing the power of kind of getting getting into the community and like really going like Woodhall was a hospital that like I always avoided. I had a I had a close friend that died there and it's you know, it's not a hospital that like I really wanted to like spend much time at. Um, you know, they have a reputation of being in a bad neighborhood and yada yada, but uh Pilgrim Surf uh kinda raised a bunch of money with this pizza shirt and Chris over at Pilgrim called me and he said I want to donate pizzas and I think we should go to Woodhall. It's a, it's a hospital that people like avoid. And in my head, I was thinking, you know, I don't really want to go to Woodhall, but I think he's right. You know, he's right. It's a place that people avoid. It's not a place that's getting as much attention as like, you know, some of these big hospitals in the city. So um, when I contacted the woman over at Woodhall, she, she was like the community outreach. Uh, she basically She's like, yeah, if you're going to come bring pizzas, I want you to give them out. Like, actually, like, go through the hospital and give them out. So I'm like, all right, now I'm not only bringing pizzas, but I gotta walk, I'm going to walk through the hospital. So at first, I, I was like, you know, I don't know how I feel about this, but it's kind of the right thing to do. So me and my general manager went. And I have to say, that was, like, one of the most powerful experiences to me because we sat there and we gave out. You know, we had – we brought 45 pies over there. We gave out – a slice of each, you know, eight slices in each pie. So if you do the math, you know, we fed hundreds of people that day and the people were happy. Like they had music playing people were dancing. Like these, these are like people that were just working in a hospital, a huge hospital working for months straight. They're stressed out. You know, they're watching people die. They don't have the proper equipment. And for us to be able to go over there and just give them, um, give them a little bit of fun, you know, and, give them a little bit of pizza and kind of like loosen it up a little bit. It was, that was, that was like a great feeling. And, and to also say what Mark said, like the way that my crew kind of like came together, 
you know, like people, they, they didn't show up late. They didn't show up five minutes late. They, everybody was coming in. There was like a mission, you know, and it made me, yeah, it like, it just it made me find my, my, my crew is my family anyway. Like, we, you know, I, I don't have much turnover here. I've had the same guys for the last 10 years. And, um, it just gave me this, this newfound love and respect for people that kind of risk their lives basically, um, to kind of help keep the pizzeria alive. So that was, both of those were like pretty deep. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Frank Pinello and Mark Iacono from Best Pizza and Luke Alley. Howie, thanks for having Amazing. us. Amazing, thank you, Howie. Be safe. All right, be safe, brother. Take care. Bye, Frank. I'll talk to you, Mark. That was Mark Iacono and Frank Pinello. You can follow Mark on Instagram at LukeHalley underscore BK and follow Frank at BestPizza33. Thank you so much for listening. Takeaway Only is produced by Casey Khan, Rob Corso, and me, Howie Khan, for Freetime Media. Our logo is by Reynald Philippe at Beeples. Music by John Palmer. Special thanks to Kristen Millar, Antoine Ricardou, and Raphael Weil. We're back Monday. This is Takeaway Only.